Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. I'm so excited. I'm happy. <laughs> this is not a joke for me. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. My God. You see, the, the, the thing that makes the difference in our lives and in the lives of others is when we yield our lives totally to the Lord. Turn with me to Titus. Titus, what does that verse mean? Titus chapter 3. Titus chapter 3, verse 8. He says that this is a faithful saying. And these things I want you to affirm constantly that those who have believed in God. How many of us have believed in God? And those online, please give me a thumbs up as well. How many of us have believed in God? Amen. Glory to God. Those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. Those who have believed, those of us who have already believed, and if you are watching, if you tuned in, and you haven't believed, at the end of this message, you'll be given the opportunity to believe in Jesus, Amen. to believe on his name. But we've all said that we are believers. We believe in God. But he adds something else to this. He says, be careful to maintain good works. You see, all of us, God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians 2 chapter 2 verse 10. Let's read. He says, for we are his workmanship. Talking to Christians. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You are not an accident. God created you for a purpose. God has a plan for your life. Created. In Christ Jesus for good works. And, and he's writing to Titus and he says that those who have believed should maintain good works. There's a certain man, this is, this is very close to home. His name is Atabla. He's 82 years now. <laughs> and the cross weighs over 45 pounds. And he's covered 43,000 miles across 324 nations, island groups, and territories. <laughs> and out of those countries, 52 of them, sometimes when he passed through, they were at war. And he was telling people about Jesus. Why are you here? Why are you in the earth? 
So many times he faced death. You see, when utter blessed gets to heaven, and when you and I get to heaven, I'm not going to get utter blessed reward. Are you going to get utter blessed reward? No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody's going to get their reward. <laughs> But at some point, he decided in his life that he was going to do something. The question that we have to keep asking ourselves is, how does God see me? It's good to examine ourselves. Notice what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. He says, Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? Examine yourself. Test yourself. Are you in the faith? It is one thing to be in the church and it's one thing to be in the faith. See, if you're in the faith, you're going to be in the church, but sometimes you can be in the church and not be in the faith. So he says, examine yourself. Test yourself. Do a checkup. Sometimes, every now and then, we'll do medical checkups. To see whether you are in the faith. And I pray in this new season that we have entered, may we all examine ourselves. And as we do, especially this time of the year, may we make decisions that will not only affect our lives, but affect others in Jesus' name. Amen. Now notice what the Bible says in Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. Verse 36, he says that for David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and saw corruption. But uh, the emphasis is on, on the phrase, he served his own generation. He served his own generation. Is he can only serve, I mean, one generation. But the question is, who are you serving? Homeland Security? <laughs> the government? Or whatever. He served his own generation after the will of God. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God take your life and through you may you serve your generation. Amen. And you see, in the Bible, sometimes when we read the Bible, we see certain names listed, listed there. Let's look at some, some people. One, the first person we want to look at this morning is Onesimus. Philemon chapter 1, verse 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We can actually start from verse 10. He says that, I appeal to you, 
for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten while in my chains, who once was unprofitable to you, but now is profitable to you and to me. So you see, someone can move. He was unprofitable to Philemon, but now he says that he's moved from being useless or unprofitable to both Philemon and to Paul. So you see, no matter who you are, that's why I always keep saying, don't discount anybody. No matter who you are, you can be moved from being useless to being useful. Onesimus made that transition. He moved from useless to useful. Anybody, when you decide to yield your gift, your gift determines your value. He's saying that this person was not, was not profitable to me. No good. That's how we say it. <laughs> but he moved from being useless to being useful. Someone is watching, someone is, I mean, sometimes you look back and you say, what, what, what is my purpose here? In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God move you and as you cooperate with God, may you move to being useful to the Lord and to his kingdom in the name of Jesus. Anybody, anybody. That's why you shouldn't be too hard on yourself. It all starts with a decision. It all starts with a choice. All of us, that's how we all started. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Then on the flip side, you know he was, telling, he was, he was saying to Titus, be careful to maintain good works. Another name, mark these names, don't, let, don't forget these names. Now you remember them. <laughs> Demas. Second Timothy chapter 4. Second Timothy chapter 4. Verse 10. He says, Be diligent to come to me quickly. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. And has departed for Thessalonica, Christians for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. Demas was traveling with the Apostle Paul in his ministry. And see, that's why the Bible says that, I mean, no matter where you are, we be careful to maintain good works. Your past performance or your past success doesn't guarantee present or future success. I'll repeat it again. Your past success doesn't guarantee your present success or your future success. Key issue. Because, notice Demas in Colossians chapter 4, Colossians chapter 4, verse 14, he's writing and he says, 
Look, the beloved physician and Demas greet you. So Luke, the physician, was traveling. He, was, he, he wrote the book of Acts. He was traveling with the apostle Paul. Demas was in crusades. Working for God. He sends greetings at some point, And then at some point, the same person, very close to the apostle Paul, is gone. Left him. Dear Lord. Uh, may, 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 may God give you the grace to stand. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Proverbs chapter 4, 14. It says the backslider, verse 14, Proverbs 14, 14. It says the backslider in your heart will be filled with his own ways. But a good man will be satisfied from above. So it's possible at one point... We've seen Onesimus, he's gone from useless to being, used, to being useful. Then Demas is gone the reverse way. Demas. From being useful to... <laughs> this is his ending in the Bible. You end well in Jesus' name. Amen. You will end well in Jesus' name. Amen. You will end well in Jesus' name. You will run the race that is set before you. I'm sure you know people sometimes do it. I mean, the joy of salvation. Sometimes the cares of life, the things that come up, causes people to lose their joy. Causes people, I mean, the, the term backsliding is not in the New Testament. You see, very, you see it very much in the Old, Old, Old Testament. But it, it, it means you've gone back. In the Old Testament, you've, you've gone back. So he's saying, examine yourself. Do an examination. Why am I standing? Am I sliding back or am I moving forward? I see you moving forward in Jesus' name. I see you moving forward in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. May we run the race that is set before us. God has a good plan, good work. Plan for each and every one of us. I see you fulfilling it in Jesus' name. It all starts with a decision. Three. There's a certain man. His name is John Mark. Notice, again, he went the other direction. And then Paul pulled him back. So, like I said, don't, don't be too hard on yourself. Notice him in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11. It says, only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you. For he is useful to me for ministry. The same Mark was the same person in Acts chapter 15. Acts chapter 15, verse 39, he says that, Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another, and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. It was an argument, too sharp. He couldn't work with John Mark. So Barnabas took him, and they went a different direction. 
But years later, you see, strife is a very, very serious thing. It can destroy marriages, it can destroy organizations, it can destroy churches, families, so many things. One time, Abraham and, and Lot got into it, and Abraham said, please, strife is a very bad thing. Let you choose the one that you want, and then we'll live peaceably. And then Lord made the wrong choice. He chose based on his sight. And the Bible says, this is, this is not on my note, but this, after, this, 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 this doesn't help. The Bible says that this man, he started, he pitched his tents towards Sodom. And the next thing you know, if God hadn't had mercy on him, he would have his whole family. I pray in the choices of life, may God help you to choose right in Jesus' name. But then also, strife can destroy. Anytime strife comes, there's so many verses in Proverbs about that. Stop it before it becomes a big issue. Let there be no strife between you and I. Live peaceably as much as lies in you, Apostle Paul says. But speaking about John Mark, the mother of John Mark, very important. You see, you see the Bible says that one time Moses said, please God, don't blot me out of your book. He said, God, everything that we are doing here is being recorded. So we have to be conscious about what's being recorded about us. <laughs> the mother of John Mark gave her building for the work of the ministry. It's, the Bible scholars tell us that in, in, in the, book of, the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit fell, they were actually in her house. And you remember in Acts chapter 12, when Peter was put into prison and the church was praying, when they came, when Peter was looking for where they were, they came to the house of, of, of John, John Mark's mother. So what she gave to the Lord not only impacted her life, but it affected her children. He says that this person, so he's gone from not be, he was, he, was, he was working with Paul. The strife and contention caused them to be separated. And now Paul is saying, bring him back. He's useful for me. No matter who you are. You can go from a place where your life and I'm seeing someone, they are questioning what is the value of their lives. The difficulties, the test, and the trial. What is the value of my life? But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, if you will make a decision to yield your life to the Lord, God will take your life and glorify himself through it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Bring him to me. Give yourself the opportunity to make a comeback. 
and I see someone bouncing back in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see someone bouncing back in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Sometimes in sports, uh, it seems like a team may be way behind, and all of a sudden they rally, and they come from behind, and they win. You will win in this race of life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, who knows that you have come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this? Like I said, no one is an accident. One time in the book of Esther, the whole generation of, the, of Jews, their lives were at risk. And here, Esther wasn't sure. She had gone into the palace through Mordecai. And, and she was now established, having a good time, enjoying palate privileges, <laughs> living a good life, servants at their beck and call, whatever she needs. And people's lives were at risk. And she's considering, um, what, what should I do here? Should I continue having a good life? And Mordecai said, don't, don't ever forget that you are a Jew. <laughs> and if mischief and bad things are going to happen to us, you see, people that forget, they are it's very dangerous to forget. It's easy to forget what God has done, what others have done. Should I just continue just having a good time? Notice what Mordecai said to Esther in the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 14. He says, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Who knows? If we keep quiet, some people will spend eternity in hell. That's, I, that's why for me, I, for, um, for me and for others here as well, we are not going to keep quiet. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you keep quiet, relief and deliverance will come from some other place. But who knows? But who knows? Yet who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You are in this place, in this season, for a purpose. You are in the earth, in this time, for a reason. You are not an accident. You were born for such a time as this. 
The world is in confusion. It's still trying to recover from COVID and its after effects. Nations don't know what to do. Who knows? Who knows? You have been born for such a time as this. Who knows? You are in that workplace for such a time as this. Who knows? We are in this community for such a time as this. Who knows? You are in that school for such a time as this. Who knows? Oh, my Lord and my God. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God take your life and do something with it. Who knows? Oh, I can sense God's presence. We are not going to keep quiet. Oh, my Lord and my God. <laughs> Esther said, I get it. <laughs> I get it, please. I get it. Fast and pray for me for three days. And if I perish, I perish. Oh my Lord. In the Bible, anybody said that? All the people that said I perish, I, if I perish, I perish. No, no, none of them perished. They put their lives on the line. They put their lives into God's hands. If I perish, I perish. My God. When you put your life into God's hands, you will not perish. You will make it in Jesus' name. Who knows? Why are you here? So this is not a time to sit on the fence. This is not a time. There's a great work to be done in the earth. And God is raising up a mighty army. And thank God you are a part of that army. I said, thank God you are a part of that army. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice Joseph. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Genesis chapter 45. Genesis chapter 45. My Lord and my God. Verse 7. These brothers came to him and they felt so bad for what they had done to him. Please forgive us. Please forgive us. Please forgive us. He said, no, 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 no. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. You see, when God calls somebody in a generation, when God calls somebody at, at any point, at any level, is because he has a plan and a purpose. Don't, 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 don't worry. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be, don't feel too bad. God is the one that sent me. He recognized the hand of God at work in his life. God is the one that sent me ahead. Ahead. To save your lives by a great deliverance. I pray in the name of Jesus that through your life may many people come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus.
Great deliverance. Great deliverance. Great deliverance. Great deliverance. Who knows? Be careful to maintain good works. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be. Wherever you are, look for, look for an opportunity. No, no matter who you are. Let's look at another, another character. Four. His name is, is not mentioned. It says in Acts chapter 23. Acts 23 verse 16. It says, So when Paul's sister's son heard of their ambush, he went and entered the barracks and told Paul. Some people were plotting and they had formed a conspiracy against the Apostle Paul. All we know him is, is they call him Paul's sister's son. His name is in the Bible. He's unnamed, but he's there. What is he known for? You see, we know the Apostle Paul wrote a lot of letters in the New Testament. But his life in this season could have been cut short if this little boy had not done anything. If I was living in our days, I would have said, um, tonight I have homework. <laughs> I've heard of this ambush. I'm busy. I have homework. I have to do my homework. I mean, please do your homework. <laughs> Don't neglect to do your homework. Or you have given so many reasons. You see, the, the, the things that we do, it, sometimes we, we count them as insignificant. But it all starts with a decision. And it all starts with every day making a, making a choice that you are going to take the next right step. Because those steps are what leads you to fulfill the plan and the purpose of God for your life. Anytime there's a decision to be made, you take, just take the right next step. And gradually, you'll be moving into what God has. Paul's sister's son. I saw that this week. Nephews, everybody came together. <laughs> you see. He went and entered the barracks and told Paul. Sometimes the things that we are doing we might, in, in God's house, in the kingdom of God, we might think it's insignificant, but it's not. No, 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 it's not. It's all recorded in God's book. The book of remembrance. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You see, you see, that's, no matter who you are. For, for, for instance, um, we encourage Joshua to, um, he's in high school. And my, the time has gone by so quick. <laughs> in a couple of years, he'll be done. In that, actually, he's a junior. So one more year, he's done. <laughs> Going to college. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but we encouraged him to start uh, a Bible study in, in, his, in, his, in, his, in, in his school. And the other night he was telling me uh, how his group is growing. <laughs> and he was sharing with me one, one, one night on the videos. I asked him, what are you doing? He says, I'm preparing for the, for, the, for the thing. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, what do you, what do you say, prayer and something else? Prayer and the Holy Spirit is what he said. He's back there, but he's been listening. <laughs> he's been paying attention. <laughs> you can make a difference where you are. For some people, it might be at their workplace. Just gather. Discuss the Bible. Let's talk about God instead of just silly jokes and things that don't matter. Pray for the people. You see, all to God's glory. This was a young boy. We are going to challenge the youth. Give them. David was 17 when he took down Goliath. We're going to give them giant to slay. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And challenge them. But no matter who you are, oh my Lord and my God, that decision, that next step, it's, these names are not in the Bible just to fill up space. No, no, no. They are there for a reason. Another person. Second, Second Corinthians. We just talked about Titus. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 6. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 6. He says that, Nevertheless, notice what was, what was happening to him. Verse 5, let's start from verse 5. He says, For indeed, when we came to Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Outside were conflicts. Inside were fears. Trouble on all sides. You think because he's an apostle, he just kept sailing through? No, no, no. But verse 6. Nevertheless, God who comforts the downcasts comforted us by the coming of Titus. And not only by his coming, but also by the consolation with which he was comforted in you when he told us of your earnest desire, your mourning, your zeal for me, so that I rejoiced even more. God who comforts the downcast. My Lord, no matter who you are, you may be downcast right now. May God comfort you. May God comfort you. May God comfort you. He was seeing that we were in trouble on every side. At some, at, 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 at some point, he was even at the point of death. What if when God told, told Titus to come, Titus said, I'm not going anywhere today or tomorrow to comfort anybody. You see, sometimes you may not know what somebody else is going through, but that, just, that phone call that you made to them, that encouraged them, they may be, they have been so, I mean, discouraged, even at the point of committing suicide. And you just yielding to God to give them that call. You see, every one of us should desire to leave somebody. 
to Christ and to let others follow you to Christ and into, into, and into his house. He says he comforted, comforted us by the coming of Titus. At one point, he even despaired. He was, uh, he was the pressure of the work of God. The thing that you, are, you was going through. God sent Titus to comfort him. May God send you people to comfort you. And vice versa, may God use you to comfort others. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's those simple things that we do or can do and yield our lives to the Lord. That's what makes the difference. Small changes, little adjustment, yielding to the Lord. You can move from being not being useful to being useful for the Lord. Everybody, everybody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, Christianity is a life of daily yielding to the Lord. And as we yield to the Lord, He takes our lives and uses it for His glory. Your life will count. 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 Notice in Luke chapter 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Luke chapter 14, verse 27. He says, And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Whoever. So this is Titus, we just read about Titus. He writes, writes to Titus and says, Be careful to maintain good works. This is profitable for people. And he says that it's a life of daily taking up our cross. Because naturally, we, we, we are natural, natural human beings are selfish. But the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, when we make a decision to sacrifice and to yield our lives to the Lord, he says you cannot, that's a very strong statement, be my disciple every day as a follower of Jesus. In what ways can I yield my life to the Lord and be a blessing to others? So many people are hurting around us. The world doesn't have the answers. The answer is in God and in his kingdom and in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray in the name of Jesus as we yield our lives to the Lord. 
we will see dramatic changes in our lives. Before this year ends, you will see God do mighty things in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Because we serve a good God. It's a little change. Sometimes in marriages, in relationships, different, just a little adjustment. Atta Blessed took his cross literally. He took it literally and went everywhere he could. You as well can make a decision to yield your life to the Lord and let your life count. Oh, I'm so excited because I'm looking at a group of people. The world is yet to see the best of us, the best of the church. Because don't get the wrong idea. Jesus is not coming for a weak church. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have seen things in the past. But we are yet about to see even greater things. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And you are a part of it. And I pray in the name of Jesus, I yield my life to the Lord. I'm amazed at what God is doing and what God is about to do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but it all started with a decision. One day I was young. I kept going to the church. And the pastor made an altar call and I followed. I went up. I gave my life to Jesus. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And right there and then, oh my God. <laughs> Recently, I called, I, called, I called, he's still alive. I called my pastor. I thanked him. And he, and he, and he, and he said, he remembers me, he remembers me, me and my little sisters. My God. <laughs> and he started mentioning our names. What a pastor. <laughs> and I tell, I started telling him what, I, what I've been doing. And he's like, wow. He's amazed. That whole time, he wasn't thinking that what he was doing would impact my life and now how it in turn impact others. The, they call him Paul's sister's son. He didn't think that just what he did, he was saving the life of a, of a great man of God. You see, the things that we do count. Every Sunday he was there preaching, faithfully. The Sunday school teacher that came and took me and walked me to church, two miles, three miles, four miles, round trip, he did his part. <laughs> But he's also, I, saw, I also had, I, I had my part. Oh, I thank God. Sometimes I walk to church and I put my money that I'll use for offering, for taxi to church that my parents have given me. And while I'm walking those dusty roads, I, I couldn't get away from it. Lord, I will preach this gospel all over the world. I didn't know how it happened. And I put the money in. Your life will count. Your life will count. 
your life will count. When we serve in God's house, when we give our life wholeheartedly, God will take our lives and use it for his glory. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That you've come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray in the spirit a little bit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719 235 5535.